0: Hey, Yenna from the future here hopping in to let you know that in this episode, I refer to some past episode or maybe two that have since then changed episode numbers. So while I might say the wrong number in the episode, the correct number and episode link should show in the description. When we don't feel productive and kind of just can't bring ourselves to do the things, that we've set out to do, instead of being hard on ourselves and wondering what's wrong with us, we can change our perspective and ask ourselves, what can I do to support my productivity today or going forward? My name is yen and this is Building Balance. You're in the right place if you want to reclaim your time, feel in control of your tasks and make real progress without overworking. Here on the podcast, I share thoughts and actionable tips on how to be intentionally productive and build more balance between business and life, even if it's just you and your business. So make sure to subscribe if that sounds interesting to you. So, in the past few episodes, I've talked about why things tend to get complicated in small businesses. How focusing on your most impactful tasks helps you make faster progress in your business without hustle and why it's challenging to prioritize your most impactful tasks. So today I want to talk about how you can make it easier to be more productive, how you can support yourself so that it's easier to prioritize the impactful activities and projects that you feel would make a difference for you and your business. So last summer, when I was reading this book, The Finnish Way, um, I realized that there are three important parts of the Finnish lifestyle, the Finnish culture that support productivity and work-life balance and, you know, help us be some of the happiest people on the planet. And I've just recently had some new epiphanies around it and especially around how this helps you with productivity so even if you've heard me talk about this this framework before i hope that you'll listen to this one because i've developed it a good bit and i feel like i've sort of finally cracked the code especially on the Cecil part of the framework so thanks to my finnish upbringing and my experience as a business owner and my training as a psychologist I've developed this three-part productivity ecosystem that supports your productivity and helps you keep showing up long-term for your business without hustle, without overworking. So the first piece is wholeness. Constant hustle is not sustainable because we're human business owners with human needs. So we need to balance our work with living a life outside of it. But the good news is that even if you quote unquote have to take time away from your business to like take care of yourself, the good news is that when you feel physically and mentally and emotionally well, you do better with everything that you put your energy into. You get, you become more productive and effective. I've seen this in my own life as a business owner. I've seen this in the lives of the people I've coached, and I've seen it happen in my friends' lives. Um, A few episodes back, I chatted to Lauren, who's a brand strategist, and she's like my business best friend. She's almost like a partner in my business who, like, has no stake in my business, but she still cares about it as much as I do, and I care about hers. But anyway, a couple of years ago, when she was in my coaching group... She realized that she had a lot of good routines and structure in place when it came to her business and her family, but she had nothing in place for herself. So she started taking regular bar classes during that group coaching time, and she started doing other activities that fill her up and give her energy and strength, which then supports her as she runs a business while being a parent, too. But it's not just something that I've seen anecdotally in my life or in my clients' lives or in my friends' lives. We now know from research, too, that when we feel well, when we feel happy, we are more effective of work. Businesses that have happier, more balanced employees also see faster progress and higher profits. So we really need to start believing that how we do, how we're doing matters, and appreciating well-being over work on a bigger scale. When we feel well, when we aren't stressed out and frazzled, our brains aren't super hungry for those instant wins and instant dopamine hits. And that means that there's more patience and brain space to tackle those important tasks that we know would leap our businesses forwards, but that often feel too overwhelming to take on. By the way, in the previous episode, I talked about how your brain does not place importance and value on the same things that you do. So you might want to listen to that one um, for a bit more in-depth information if you're kind of curious about how your brain views these things versus what actually matters to you. And then the second piece of the productivity ecosystem is design. So overall, making sure that solutions are practical, sustainable, simple, and innovative is at the heart of finished design, whether that's for physical objects or just systems for how we do things. Actually, yesterday, I recorded a couple episodes with Petsy, who's a Norwegian brand strategist, and she made the comment that she loves that I brought up design as a thing that's not just about how things look, but about how things work and about, you know, solving problems. And I love, love how she framed that. And that's what I'm getting at here too. So in business, this means putting in place systems and practices and even having offers or products that support you, that support the business you want to run, the life you want to have. And that save you time. And then just making sure that your workload is sustainable. This means knowing which tasks actually make an impact in your business and reducing the rest as much as possible. I talked about five types of tasks and activities that I see as the most impactful ones. Um, Two episodes ago, episode 29, but I can also link to a blog post about it in the show notes too, so that you can go check that out. So good design in your business means that there's less guesswork and less decisions that you have to deal with on a daily basis. And that frees up your brain capacity and it frees up your time. Plus, when you have less on your plate, it is also much easier to set boundaries, too, like like when you stop working for the day or how many hours a week you work or what you say yes or no to. And another thing that comes to design is that we fins also like to refine and recycle and renew things before going for a complete overhaul or before we go for something new. And that's probably part of why I've always felt like you don't need to turn your entire business upside down to notice some benefits pretty quickly. For example, someone I coached last year described that she'd keep working through evenings and weekends, which meant that she did not have that much time for her family. So she then decided she's going to implement a hard stop time at 6 p.m., Um, Not that she works until 6pm every day, but that was like the latest that she will work every day. And what she's noticed since then is that not only did her business still stay standing, but she started sleeping better, she was feeling happier. And now it's about a year later, and she's been consistently expanding her business while still having all that time for her family. So I think that's such a great example of a pretty simple shift in your design. It's just a simple boundary to put in place that this is when I stop working at the very latest, and it has had a big impact in her life. And now we're at the third piece, which I'm pretty excited about as like the psychologist (laughs) that I am, because this has a lot to do with like psychological things. So the third piece is Sisu s i s u it's a it's a Finnish word, and there's no direct translation for this to English, but it is a trait that's all about showing up with spirit and grit and determination for the things that we wanna accomplish. It's an attitude towards challenges, so basically it's the way that we approach things that matter to us even when they're challenging. I've said this before, and I'm gonna say it again. Everyone already has a bunch of CISO in them. You don't need to be finished to have CISO. CISO is what has gotten you this far. But what I see happen amongst many small business owners is that when they're not seeing the results that they like fast enough, so these are often tied to things like the size of their audience or the amount of sales that they're making... So when they're not seeing results fast enough in these areas, they start feeling depleted and this chips away at their CISO a little bit. There's like little hairline fractures that start happening, right? And I think that this is because most people are motivated by so many other things than money. But because the focus in business, for understandable reasons, tends to land on money, We forget to make sure that we also use other types of indicators as validation, as confirmation that we're doing something valuable, that we're doing something right. So it's important to know what drives you. You need to know why you enjoy doing the things you do and then do things that you can actually control that can already give you that good feedback. For example since I'm still in the beginnings of this business, I could easily get discouraged. And don't get me wrong, I sometimes do because I'm not booking clients consistently yet. And if I just waited around to get to talk to people, if I just waited around to get clients, I think my CISO would fade away pretty quickly. But creating this podcast is a way for me to get to talk about what I know to help the people who are listening, even if I'm not working directly with them right now. And this fuels me to keep working on this business, to keep building my client base. But it also fuels me to still keep doing my family photography, because I know that eventually I'll be able to shift over to this full time. That family photography is now like sort of a stepping stone. It's a thing that's still funding my life while I'm working on this business. By the way, this is why it's always so amazing when listeners leave a review for a for my podcast, or when they post about the podcast and in their Instagram stories, or just reach out through email to let me know that they're getting. Valuable information from these episodes. As a podcaster, there really isn't another way to get feedback or to kind of get confirmation that the stuff you're talking about actually lands with people. So I always appreciate it when you reach out. And this reminds me of something else when it comes to CISO. We need to have other ways of feeling fulfilled and happy. Than our businesses. We need to find a meaning in other ways so that we can strengthen our CISO with other things than the revenue results or whatever other metrics that we keep our eyes on. I know that the advice out in the online business world can make you feel like your business is supposed to be the end-all, be-all thing that brings you fulfillment. It's supposed to be the thing that lights you up. It's supposed to be your main passion and all of that. But if we're being totally honest, we know that if every single person on this planet only did what felt fun and inspiring to them. If they only did what they were passionate about, there are a lot of jobs that no one would do. And there really is nothing wrong with doing a good day's work and then getting your fun feels from something outside of it, especially if you're working towards making the work you really love your main source of income one day. So my mom was a doctor And while she didn't enjoy the work for probably at least the last, like, 15 years of her career, she spent a lot of time outside work on creative projects. She's knit something like 200 sweaters and things by now in her life. She's the reason why I'm so into crafting and knitting and sewing and just making things. Yes, I was the weird kid who'd rather make a friendship bracelet than watch TV, but it means that I still get so much out of doing something with my hands. If you followed me along on Instagram, you know that I was taking pottery classes for a good while, and I'm just waiting to kind of decide which one to jump onto next. It just gives me so much joy, and I think we don't talk about that enough, that we can actually get Our joy outside of work. We can find fulfillment in things outside of our work, which then makes us feel better about the work that we do. Because even when we have kind of our dream business, even when we get to do the thing that we love, there are a lot of things that you got to do in your business that just isn't that fun. So we've got the three things that you can strengthen to be more productive your wholeness your design, and your sisu. But I think that the kind of true magic comes from how these three parts of the ecosystem work together and strengthen each other. And you really need, you know, all of them. So when you mix wholeness and design, you increase your creativity. Because when you feel well, you're more likely to think clearly and have more sort of out of the box ideas, more creative ideas. And when you mix sisu with wholeness, you increase your capacity because when you both have like the energy, you're recharged and you have grit and determination. It just makes you stronger and less likely to give up as you're working towards all the things that you're working towards. And when you mix design with Sisu, you get a really good foundation for iteration. You're more likely to tweak and refine until your business works for you and to, again, refine things when they don't work anymore instead of kind of judging yourself that now things don't work and you might as well, like, not even try, right? Now, if you have trouble following through with tasks that feel important to you If you work later than you'd like to, or you often feel like you aren't that motivated to tackle those big projects that you know would boost your business forward, it might be a sign that something's off balance in your productivity ecosystem. So if this is something you'd like support with, if you would like some help to identify simple shifts that you could do within your own ecosystem to support your productivity, to support your work-life balance, I'd love to team up with you. You can send me an email at yenna at com, or you can reach out to me on Instagram at the Hilberg. And we can just take it from there. Or you can, of course, just go to my website and check out my services there. All right, that's all for today. Thank you so much for spending your valuable time with me. I hope you have a beautiful rest of the week. Hey, if this episode resonated with you and you'd like to support my podcast, the best way you can do that is to write a review for the podcast or share it with your business owner friends. It would help my tiny little podcast reach more cool people like you. Please feel free to reach out to me with any questions or comments. And if you're sharing about the podcast on Instagram, tag me at the Jenna Helberg so that I can thank you.